motherfuckers. Should that be our new intro? <laughs> no. I liked it. Let's no. leave that. What's up, guys? And welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And we're here to evolve. So if you are new to the show, what are we all about? We are all about health and fitness and business. So we offer a unique perspective. Um, we're not at the top of the ladder. We haven't made it to you know the end game yet as far as business is concerned. But we're not brand new. We've done very well. Um, so we want to share our struggles, share some things we've done very well, you know, things we're kind of implementing along the journey. So that's kind of the unique, the unique part is we haven't made it yet, but we're not brand new to this. So we can kind of share the journey and our story as it's building. Some of you guys might be brand new and can take the things we've struggled with or implemented for a lot of success. And some of you might be in the middle of your journey as well. And it's nice to kind of share perspective and see what people are going through, you know, along the way. Health and fitness, SD Evolution is our online health coaching community. Everything we do there is taking everything that's out there, filtering the bullshit and feeding it back to our clients in small bites. So making this simple, making it super basic because train, training and nutrition really is, is extremely basic. There's some things you can get complex with, but at the end of the day, the things that are going to change your life and that you're going to maintain for the rest of your life are very, very simple. So we want to feed that to you guys as well. You know, making it interesting, talking about some specifics that you can implement today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life, and then talking about a lot of mindset things, a lot of habits. So basically that structure, which is where we typically fail. It's not the training part. It's not nutrition usually. It's the habits. It's the mindset. So that's what we're all about. Um, if you are not new, you've been listening for a while, you're enjoying the content, please share, please leave a review. Talk about it, about it with your friends. You know, there's no sponsors on the show. We just want to grow the community the best that we can and, you know, take you guys along for the ride. So that's what we're all about. Today, we're going to be talking about five ways to win the day. Yeah, this was my idea. And it was one that I wanted to do because I get a lot of questions when I'm sharing our morning routine or waking up early or things like that. And there are a few simple things that you can do to really feel like you made the most of each day and make sure that your focus and intent is in the right places. Um, so we're just going to jump right in. And I would just like to start by saying the first one is winning the day really starts the night before. And there's all this focus on morning routines and how do you wake up early and how do you how do you do all these things before Kai wakes up and things like that. But I would argue that our morning routines, even though they're different right now, well, actually now this week they are the same because we will get there in a minute. But it all starts with what you do at night before you go to bed that sets you up for the most success the next day if you have some sort of wind down routine and practice in place to to set you up for that success yeah it's it's routine as far as getting yourself ready for sleep but it's also preparing for the next day the night before so as far as routine if you find yourself scrolling for hours right before bed watching you know four hours in netflix whatever it is you're not going to get a great night's sleep typically um, you're usually going to be tossing and turning you're not going to go through your sleep cycles as well as you could be so you just kind of wake up not feeling great and that all starts with what you were doing directly before going to sleep and the other side of that coin is the next morning what are you running around to do so did you lay clothes out are you ready for the gym do you have meals prepped already or are you scrambling like a motherfucker trying to get all this ready in the 10 minutes you have before you have to leave for work yeah i think right now let's kind of walk them through what we're doing um so my personal nighttime routine can be a, a little bit better right now but some simple things that i do is i literally take out all my 
everything I need for the next day to go to the gym. We just started going back to a commercial gym for the rest of our time here at my parents just because it's cold and (laughs) it's not enjoyable out here in the garage when it's freezing. Um, But I literally take out every piece of clothing that I need, sweatshirt, sweatpants, socks, underwear. Um, I make sure my headphones are where they need to be. I put my book right next to all of that stuff because I still do a little bit of reading before we go. Um, So everything I can possibly do to make my life easier that next morning, I do it because then there's no extra resistance when I'm waking up. Everything's kind of, I know in the back of my mind, it's there and it's ready to go. So that almost is motivating for me to get up just knowing that it's all ready for me. It's one less thing to do. Yeah, for sure. But mine is very simple. It's one thing and it's going to change all your lives. It's naked yoga. And it's super (laughs) awkward right now because we live with our parents while our house is getting built. But let me tell you, it will change the game. Your morning's going to be better. You're going to fall asleep better. You just have to be naked. Josh is kidding. I hope you know. If you haven't really shown your true sarcastic side too much, you have a little bit more recently. That is not what he does. But this is just pure Josh in a statement. So... Why don't you share what you... I don't even know what that means. Um, (laughs) I've been kind of all over the place. My routine has kind of sucked because we've been doing a lot of projects for work, a lot of things going on from all different sides. So there's been plenty of nights where I work right up until I go to sleep and then I'm awake for another two hours because of that. But when things are going well, when I am able to unplug early, I'm reading a book. I kind of faded away from the stretching and actually doing some of the yoga stuff just because I... I wasn't enjoying it and it wasn't really working for me. So it's really been reading, giving myself time to unwind when I'm unplugged, whether that's just hanging out with the dogs or you or diving right into that book and reading for a whole lot longer. It's just something that once I'm unplugged, I'd leave my phone off. We have an app. I know we talked about it a little while ago. The, is it Focus? Downtime? It's, Which that's going it? to be my third tip. So can you not jump to my next few tips, please? That would okay. be good. I'll, I'll jump back then. <laughs> Anyway, basically unplugging and leaving it, you know, without even talking about it, just leaving, leaving your phone out of the way. So you're not tempted to grab it, to scroll. You look at one thing and I fall into this trap all the time. You go to check, you go to set a reminder on your phone for tomorrow anyway. And then 20 minutes later, I'm 20 pages down on Instagram or a a sports story or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. if you can get yourself to jump right into that routine and stick with that routine, keep technology away. My two go getters are reading before bed and I finish with another meditation so I'm now meditating twice a day yeah so easy things that you can commit to on top of the naked yoga and start by just doing one thing that's new because if you're trying to change your whole routine at the same time we've talked about this before it doesn't work so pick one thing stick with that this week if it goes well great add another thing if it doesn't go well continue to work on it Um, that brings me to my second way to win the day and that's waking up earlier so this week I usually wake up super early regardless, but um, Josh and I both this week with going to the gym again have been waking up so we can go together. Um, and, and before the crowd gets there because we're still the getting crowd the heebie-jeebies. Gets there, um, and before Kai wakes up. So we're taking advantage of having my parents home with him um, while we can go work out at the gym together. But it's been so nice to start the day that way but also just get it done so early and then you feel like you have the entire rest of the day and it was funny because just 
today, this afternoon when we got back from the mall, I was like, you know, I feel like I didn't work out yet. Like I almost got ready to go work out because we worked out so early this morning that I like forgot that we worked out. I was doing the same thing at the mall. I wanted to go home and go work out, but it already happened. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do with the rest of the day. <laughs> so we're just doing a bunch of podcasts for you guys. But that's just an example of it frees up a lot of time. And if you can make it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to the gym in the morning. You don't have to wake up early to do that if you don't want to. And it to. can be 10 minutes earlier. Like any amount right. of time that you give yourself that you didn't have is amazing. It's it's you created more time in your day. So that does again start with your night routine because you can't just wake up earlier and feel like dog shit. You have to be settled in and obviously get a full night of rest. So if you can give yourself a better night's sleep and an extra 10 minutes, an extra 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever you can do, it is an absolute game changer. And I actually do love getting up early. I hate waking up. My body just doesn't like doing things in the morning. Once I'm up, I feel great. Um, but I used to have to get up super early. So when I was working 13 hours a day, back at the job before we started with all this stuff, I had to be up at, was I up at four o'clock, four, yeah. four fifteen, something like that. Yeah. And I was in the gym. I drove 45 minutes to this gym that we're going to now from our apartment. Cause I love this gym. Um, so I had to be there by five 30. I had to be out of the gym by six 30 and driving to work. I had to be done before six 30 to get there by like six 45. You would 7. wake up really early. Too. Very early. But I loved waking the whole point. I loved waking up before the sun. I felt like I was the only one in the world. You drive out the, the lights, the stoplights are actually blinking because nobody else is on the road. So that's super cool. Um, but you just have the world to yourself. Everything's slow. Everything's quiet. Everything's yours. It's not this rush, rush, rush where you're playing catch up. And when I was up that early, I just felt great because I was beating the sun. I was up to start my day before the sun was. Yeah, you have that time to yourself before before you let the world in. You have that time to do whatever it is to get your mind right. If it's going to the gym, great. If it's reading, great. If it's going for a walk, great. If it's meditating or journaling or even if you're waking up early and cranking out a little bit of work because you want to, awesome. Um, you know, just make sure it's something that you can dedicate to yourself or get something done that will help you later in the day so you have time to get dedicate to yourself and it's going to change your life even if you're not getting something done like if you're a parent i know you struggle with this we have no time to ourselves so we almost stay up later because after our kids go to sleep it's like okay well now i can be myself again i'm not mom not dad mm -hmm. i can do whatever it is that i want to do just fuck off and nobody can i can go be by myself for half an hour or i end up staying up super late but if you can do that a little bit earlier and start your day before your little ones get up, you have that time to basically be yourself. So it's a little more productive than the late night time because you can get up, you can have your coffee, you can read. You tend to do things that are more improvement. Valuable, valuable to your valuable life. To your life. Um, and I, I would argue too that there's been, of course, days where I sleep in or I miss miss that morning chunk of time I'm in a much worse mood when I don't have that I'm a better human when I have that time to dedicate to myself regardless of what it was there were days where over the summer I would walk there this winter recently until we joined the gym again I was just kind of cuddling up with my coffee and reading a book so it can be anything but it's just something we have noticed make us better parents, makes us better and just happier people in general. It's also more productive. I don't know how many people can relate to this specifically, but working from home, parenting and shifts, when the workout's already done before he's awake, now my off shift isn't spent lifting. Mm -hmm. So it's put towards work. It's put towards doing something that we want to do. There's already one thing checked off before the day even starts. So by the time we get home, we've, we've had a little extra time still. So we shower, we eat. 
read, read, meditate, whatever it is. We have all that time to do after we worked out, before we start our day. So all these things are already done and the day is just so much more opened up. So I've been crashing hard by like noon because I'm just, I went from kind of sleeping in because we were up so late working to I've been up at 4.30 the past two you nights. You kind of went cold. mornings. You went cold turkey with it. I went cold turkey. I feel good now because I had an espresso before this podcast and I'm talking really fast. <laughs> um, but... It's, it's a learning curve. So my body will adjust. I'll get to bed better earlier, sleep better, and this will kind of recalibrate. So get through that struggle. Get through those withdrawals of sleeping in. It's going to suck for a week, two weeks, a month. Once you get into that, hit your stride because this is what I did you know, way back when again. I felt great waking up. I was at 4.30, 5 o'clock at the latest every single day, and it felt incredible once you're in that. Yeah. So moving on to the third way you can win the day, it's – it's specifically about using an app, but in general, it's about, you know, taking in less random, unvaluable bits of social media. We've all have been mindless scrollers and, you know, reading up on the latest celebrity drama or following people. I don't who do that. Fo- you, well, sports. Okay. A little bit different, but whatever. I don't care um, what Kim's doing today. <laughs> but, you know, we've all gotten, we've all gone down the rabbit hole or maybe you're just mindlessly scrolling TikTok or following someone who doesn't really provide any value. You just like to keep up with their life. If something is not directly impacting your life to be better, I don't think you should be wasting energy consuming that or at least limit your time consuming that. I limit think is big. I, so I'm going to jump in real quick on that. There is a benefit to just being numb yes. for 20 minutes, yes. but 20 minutes is different than four hours. And if you check your screen time, it's probably more than 20 minutes right now. Exactly. So moving on to the app and the screen time thing, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure how Android works. Um, it will tell you exactly how long you spend on each app that you have or just on your screen in general. And it's, I mean, for us, it's a little bit different because we work Instagram is part of our job. We work on social media. We're constantly on our phones for work, which some of you might relate to. Um, But I'm talking about like just consuming content. So just be aware and mindful of what you're consuming and how often you even go to open the app. So that day that Instagram like broke a couple weeks ago or a month ago, whatever it was, I went through withdrawals. (laughs) Well, I can't tell you how many times I went to go open the app, even though I knew it wasn't working. I would literally just my thumb would automatically go to open the app, like not even thinking about it. And I was like, what are you doing? We can't sit still and do nothing. And it's, it's crazy. Like we see like raising kids, oh, everyone's got a tablet in their hand or this or that. But as adults, it is no different. It's probably 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. You can't sit still. I don't eat a meal without my phone. I'm, I'm either watching YouTube or like reading or doing something on my phone. When I leave it in the room, because I'll do this purposely sometimes, I'm like, I'm, I'm literally bouncing and itching and withdrawing from, from some kind of content. So it's just mindless. We're mindlessly scrolling. There is no thought in it. It's just we don't want to do nothing which is going to help us be more present. Even if it's boring, this is part of mindfulness and meditation. It's being more present in the moment. We do not live in the moment for more than an hour a day because when we're sitting here, if you're in a room by yourself, eating, doing something, and you're not talking to someone else, you're flipping through your phone. Yeah, and honestly, that's something that ties into your nutrition and your overall health too because something we will often challenge our clients to do is focus on what you're eating and actually chewing your food when you're doing that and eating with intention and mindfulness you're going to have better digestion you're going to feel better you're giving your body a chance to 
to digest not being not forcing food down because you're scrolling your phone and not paying attention or because you're watching tv and not paying attention you're going to feel so much better from this food and also just your ability to digest will improve so that's just one example of how incorporating mindfulness even when you're eating can be really helpful but so this apple update is called focus i don't think we even said that yet it's called focus you can turn it on it's not an app right it's just a setting it's just a setting it's not an app um and basically what it does is it will just you can turn it on at any time you can have it set to like certain time limits for each day you can um, set parameters like work sleep just do not disturb yeah so play you can play around with it but i have found it's definitely helpful and obviously nothing they put out is going to force you to put your phone down or to not open the app you can override it at any point but the I think intention of it is to help you just be more mindful about like for my example about my finger just directly going to Instagram and not even thinking twice about it this you'll get a notification if you go try to open it or it's the app is totally grayed out and it makes you think twice about pressing that override button so it's just one point of resistance that brings you back to the present hey I don't need to do this right now yeah so that is number three moving on to the fourth way you can win the day read or listen to something that educates you so learn something new even if it's something small try your best to learn one new thing every day and you guys see us sharing the books that we're reading all the time we're constantly we do read every day um but you know you have audible now you have podcasts you can take in things when you're driving to work or on your way home from work or if you're out for a walk with the dogs or, um, you know, if you want to read a quick five pages the first thing when you wake up every morning or right before bed. There's so many opportunities to learn something new. And I think a lot of people hesitate to do this because they think they have to, like, read the whole book in a week or, like, they view it kind of like in our previous podcast talking about um, – you know, having these unrealistic expectations about achieving nutrition success, they view it as this big thing. But in reality, if you just aim to do one little thing every day that can teach you something, you're going to be a better human. You're getting better every day. Make it easy. So if it is listening to a podcast, part of an episode, reading 10 pages of a a personal development book, it doesn't have to be a, a massive thing. And kind of going back on what I just said, as far as mindful just mindless scrolling. One of the things that I kind of dove into this year is just kind of researching into like cryptocurrency. So that was something that I was always very in the dark on. I didn't understand the concept. And obviously when the market exploded earlier this year before the crash, I'm like, okay, what the hell is this? How do I invest in it? Like, what am I investing in? So I would spend hours a day literally watching YouTube. It was so just to explain the concept. And Josh is the type of person who will watch a whether it's a sports video or a crypto video, like full blast on his phone. If there's other people in the room, it's just like we have to listen to this. And I was so sick of listening to crypto. I mean, whatever it is, what it is. You're sick of it. And all of our money is into it. So (laughs) better hope hope I learned enough. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I think that there are obviously, like Josh said earlier in the podcast, there is good things about having that downtime where you can just sort of let your brain relax and consume whether it's a kardashian episode or whatever it is that you like to consume trashy tv drama whatever but don't let that take over your entire life and turn into like an hour of taking this negative useless energy in so that's our point there try to you know incorporate something that can educate you number five is reflect 
what did you do today that worked? What didn't work? And I'm going to tackle this one first because I've had, I've been having my clients take on a new exercise this week. So gratitude, very simple concept, what you appreciate, what you're thankful for within your life. What I've been having my clients do is before they even roll out of bed, they open their eyes, turn off their alarm. What are you grateful for? The warm blanket on you, the comfortable bed you have, the roof over your head, the safety, security, running water, food in your fridge. It can be the most simple of things and with some perspective, like, oh, great, I have food in my fridge, cool. I have running water. If you look around the world and see these people struggling, like there's a lot of stupid shit going on in our country right now, but we are still extremely privileged. We still have a lot going on for us. We don't have to worry about going to the movie theaters and getting our heads chopped off or getting shot or anything stupid for the most part. We can typically walk through and go do these things, but we have a lot to be grateful for that is extremely basic and we don't appreciate those things. And until those things disappear, God forbid, hopefully that never happens. But if those things don't disappear for you, if you're not seeing these perspectives outside of your world, you can't truly appreciate them. So this has kind of been something I've read up on, like in in the books I've been reading. Um, Think Like a Monk Again by Jay Shetty, if you guys didn't catch that last episode, but making your life all about service and one of those things that we aren't involved in as I would like to be is charity. So this is what kind of got my my uh, my wheels turning on that. But just seeing how other people live and how lucky we are just to have a place to stay, to have food to eat, to have water to drink. Those are the basics. I think everyone listening to this podcast, if you have an iPhone, you have all those other things as well. So you can be grateful for those. It can be something like how grateful you are for your kids. It can be literally anything. So the first thing you do when you wake up, I'm grateful for fire off a whole bunch, list those out. Pay attention to the feeling that you have. Don't just say them. Pay attention to the feeling that you have when you think about them, when you actually become grateful for those things. It's impossible to think positively and negatively at the same time. So by starting like that, you're not scrolling through social media. You're not pissed off about something you just saw on the news. You are grateful. You are happy. You are compassionate. And you can spread that through to the rest of your day. We end it the same way. So the last thing we do before bed, if you want to journal, it's going to be more powerful writing this down. You're doing the same exact thing. I was grateful for, or I am grateful for, something happened today, just something in your life in general. Write it down if you can. If not, just right before you close your eyes, think about all those things, get that warm, fuzzy feeling again. Start and end your day the same way with that practice. Yeah, we don't appreciate the things that we have until they're gone. So I think I'm sure everyone at some point in their life has lost power from a storm or something like that. And you know, where Josh and I live, where we're building our house, we're on a well. So when you lose power, you lose water. And it's just like one of those things that you do not know how grateful you are for that simple thing until you don't have it. And you see how much harder it is to do the most basic things, like even just filling up your water bottle or brushing your teeth or going, taking a shower or peeing. Like, you, I mean, you can still do those things, of course, just go outside. But you catch my drift. Like we, we aren't grateful and we don't notice those everyday things. So by taking that split second in the morning and at night to notice, it makes a big difference. There are places in the world where families have to walk three hours to hope that there's water where they're walking, filling up whatever they have to fill it up with and walking all the way back to their hut, to their home, wherever, wherever they're living. It's these simple things that we don't even think twice about that are incredible privileges. Yeah. I even like think when you've broken your phone at some point, I know I've gone period a few days without a cell phone in college and it was like the worst thing ever, but it makes you realize your privi- pri- privilege and it makes you just be grateful for the small things, the simple things. So that's a mindset hack. Um, but as far as reflecting on maybe things that work, things that didn't work. So 
kind of going back to some previous things we've discussed this pack this podcast and prior learning and growing trial and error something goes wrong how did you fix it so by reflecting on that you're solidifying that tool that you just refined so if we read a book we're all gung-ho about that specific topic for like three days and mm -hmm. if you're not practicing those topics every single day you're losing those tools immediately so something like this if you do have a, a routine and a regimen where you are focusing on reflection each day what did i learn what did i do what did i overcome you're creating a little cheat code for your life to improve in those areas and utilizing these and continuing to sharpen and refine those tools rather than letting them disappear as quickly as you got them. Yeah, I'm going to throw out a little shameless plug. So if you're not one of our clients listening, we offer what we call the Mindful Macros Collective. And in this is a daily check-in that you do. Um, so it's obviously nutrition focused, but we place a big focus on biofeedback and on mindset work and it sort of just allows you to reflect on each week but also each day of you know how did I do today with my sleep or with my stress levels or with my energy levels obviously with your macros but like it just it's a 30 second to 60 second thing that you fill out at the end of each day and it holds you accountable to reflecting on all of these little things and that might even be a reminder to do something like this and reflect on the day as a whole um so just throwing that out there it's 12.99 on our website in the show notes um but it's a tool that josh and i use all of our clients use it and it just again our mission here is to help you get mindful and to continue to grow and evolve and just become a better human so those are five really simple things that you can do to win the day and regardless of how the rest of the day goes if you stick to these five things you're gonna feel really good to recap those five things are that winning the day starts the night before waking up earlier, whether it's 10 minutes. Again, I'll kind of backtrack on this one for a second. We talked about waking up super early. It doesn't have to be four o'clock in the morning. It doesn't have to be eight o'clock in the morning, whatever you're waking up. If you just give yourself from your current time, another 10 minutes, 20 mm -hmm. minutes, whatever you can, that's what we're talking about. Three, uh, use focused or downtime apps to limit your scrolling, kind of just be more, more mindful about that. Four is read or listen to something that educates you podcast, book, anything along those lines, just something productive that makes you better. And five, reflect. What did you do today? What worked? What didn't work? Gratitude practices, get those things in there. So we're going to wrap that one up here, guys. Again, if you like this show, if you've been following along for a little while, please, please, please share, subscribe, you know, leave a review. We do appreciate it. It means the world to us. But a couple areas you can find us. Where are you at? I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. I'm at Josh Skutnik. Everything else is linked in the show notes. Catch you guys in the next one. <laughs>